0: What is up, my beautiful people? I am Sam of the you Do You Podcast, here again with another episode coming at you. My special guest today is Bronte Hemingway. She's from Brooklyn, the founder of a production company called Raw Black Films, where we provide no-cost resources for entrepreneurs and creators to dream and execute. She's passionate about encouraging dreamers to take action and bet on themselves. How's it going, Bronte. Hi,
1: Sam. Thank you so much for having me on BU Do You.
0: I'm so grateful to be here. Likewise. Thank you for accepting my invite. Should we go into the story of how that all happened and transpired? Do you want to share that and what that experience was like, or should I? No, I'll let you share it.
1: I mean, okay. No, I think you should share. I think you should share. What? Okay, I'll start. So, yeah. So, where do I start? So, basically, I was pretty much reaching out to a podcast who I felt I, you know, were, who who I felt that I was in alignment with. According to the message and then the audience, and you know, the message that I was trying to relay and get out there. So I reached out to be you, do you, because who I am, I am an unapologetic person. My company is an unapologetic business. And basically, I just want to encourage the world to be you and do you. But however, <laughs> when I reached out, you know, there might have been some apprehension when it came to, you know, moving forward. Moving forward with booking me as a guest on your end, and I completely understood it. So I basically was like, "No problem. I understand you have a certain audience and you have a certain message and you know demographic. So I'll fall back." <laughs> but what the, the 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 person the 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 person that I became that you know that that I became today yeah. has caused me to not you know be bitter about the situation or you know. Be like, okay, whatever, then you know, bye. Yeah, and be nasty about it. But instead, I I decided to send you like you know other guests of like minded of you know you know like minded audiences you know because all right let's cut to the chase. Me, I'm one hundred percent. But let's not say okay, I'm straight. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, this is this is the platform to be transparent, you know, because we're trying to help people. So be as open and honest as you want to be. Whatever you don't want to say, don't say it. But if you if you feel like you need to say it, go ahead. We are adults, so.
1: I mean, I feel like it doesn't matter because, like, this is this is something that will always be a part of me, and I feel like my yeah. my lifestyle doesn't really showcase it. So I feel like it doesn't matter. But I find women attractive, but that's not, you know my, like, you know, that's not my, my campaign that I'm, you know, running behind.
0: Right. It's a part of your story. It's not, it's not who you are. And yeah, I I get, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's kind of just like how I am too, you know, having a gender transition and being transgender. I don't, I don't even like to label myself, but that's just a part of who I am. That's not all of me. Like, that's just a part of my story.
1: Right.
0: So I do get where you're coming from. Like, I don't need to have this huge promotion or celebration to validate who I am. So I get, I get where you're coming from.
1: Right, so, yeah. and I feel, cause I could have easily said, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I can tell you about my past life, you know what I like, you know, I got some stories, but I didn't even wanna like yeah. tell myself in that way because I understand the mess, the message that you was trying to relay and in the audience that you were, you know, your, your, your targeted audience. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I actually have somebody I know that I've been working with who has a great story and she's actually, you know, looked the part and then she's, you know, of the part. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll send, send it, you know, send her your way. You're my way. But then um, that, it didn't even work out. Like you never, I don't think you guys ever even spoke. And then, nope. I really get, you know, look, I'm here today and, you know.
0: So. Yeah, we, we haven't connected yet. And that helped me learn more about myself the direction that I'm going with be you, do you. And it just gave me more clarity anyway with my message. So after that day, I was able to reflect back on our interaction. And I just realized that just as much as I don't want to put or I, I don't want people putting me in a box like I don't want to do that to other people. And be you, do you is for anybody, because I feel like we all have a story and had i not ever met you or even seen what you look like and i just heard your voice and you just sharing your story i wouldn't know i wouldn't know the difference that's true. so it's like why does it matter when we do meet people and we do find out that story that we become fearful and we're like no i'm not going to deal with that person just because of how they identify or how they live so that's what i want people to know about be you do you like it's it's exactly that be you do you unapologetically, I don't care if you're gay, straight, lesbian, transgender, whatever you identify, just do you. Do you, boo, period.
1: I love it. Yeah, I I love the message. And this is pretty much why I'm here today, because that's one of the things that I feel today, you know, as a society, we are not doing, we are not being unapologetically us. We are So worried about outside opinions and validation, and we're yeah. looking—you know—we're looking outside when we should be looking inside or inwards yes. to find the validation. And yes. and it, it stems from like you know how we dress, or the type of content we create, you know where we go, who we hang out with, yeah. like all of that. It, it's all—I feel like it's you know it, it's 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 a design it, it's a, it's a system that was designed to keep us miserable. And right the freedom is within and we just got to you know, tap in yeah. so we can basically dream and execute. That's right. That's
0: all. I think that's the only way you can dream and execute is to be yourself. Mm-hmm. To be yourself. Because the one thing that I don't want to do, I don't want to live somebody else's dream. I want to live my dream as who I am.
1: And their dreams are not even for us because right. I remember the last time I tried to do something, it goes back to me working for the money. So basically, yeah. I'm gonna put this out there. Like basically, in the TV and film industry, it's a freelance industry. If you you're not work, working in corporate, corp- well, the corporate office, yeah, they will not work in consistently. You'll be working for a season, maybe six months, twelve months, maybe yeah. one month, maybe a day, and then you on to the next project. So, me, living in New York City, my mm-hmm. rent sixteen hundred dollars. So, high. it's high. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, especially during the winter seasons, I will find myself looking like, you know, for like odd jobs or to meet you know
0: make ends meet.
1: Make ends meet, that's yeah. the word. And yeah. then it was one season, like honestly, the top of the top of this year, I was presented with an opportunity of basically making ten K a month. And this is the third time I was presented with this opportunity.
0: That sounded too that sounds too good to be true.
1: It sounded too good to be true, but being that this is the third time I, you know, was presented with that opportunity, I was like, all right, let me, let, let me, me make sure this is not a sign from God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if this is like a money, like, you know, a, a new come up or something, because right. I'm ready to retire. I'm only, you know, I'm, I'm only 29, <laughs> but I'm ready to retire, Retire. I right? <laughs> I got Definitely. To <laughs> I
0: feel you. I feel you.
1: So basically, I, in then, so basically the, the role was of a life insurance agent. So. Yeah. This is an industry that I never worked in. I never worked in, what is it, finance or medical or, or whatever the case may be. I was, mm-hmm. I am a people person. I'm great with sales. Yeah. That's something that I can do in my sleep. But yeah, the money was just, it sounded promising. And I actually knew somebody who was a life a trans agent at the time. Mm-hmm. And he claimed that he was in Mexico while he was working during that time. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be in Mexico working. Right, like,
0: <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs>
1: So I basically, you know, I took him up on his offer. I think this was in October, mm-hmm. October and, uh, October of last year. And then up until January, I was a life insurance agent. And then basically by the time January hit, throughout that entire, like, you know, duration from October to January, I probably made only 2K. Wow. I made only 2K. Wow. So it's situations like that where I realized that doing stuff so just for the 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 prize just for the just you know just for one thing one like not because you you felt it in your spirit that you know you might be a great life insurance agent or you felt in your spirit that you know this is the you know this is meant for you and basically I took up somebody else on their word because it worked for him right and I thought it would work for me yeah it absolutely did not but it's 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 so funny because sorry to Make this a run one, but no. Um, keep
0: going. <laughs> so,
1: so I did learn something from becoming a life insurance agent because I was gonna, um, you
0: know what? I was gonna ask. I said so. I was gonna ask you. So what did you learn in all of that? Okay, well, tell us what. What did you learn in all of that?
1: Perfect. Okay, so basically during that time, I was I was afraid of public speaking. I was afraid to do this, get yeah. on camera virtually, speak to people. I was afraid to speak to random people and everything else was easy to me like customer service I'm great with customer service I'm great with selling yeah. you know I, sell, I consider myself I sell an ice cube to Eskimo like you know I'm great with lets
0: to an elephant yeah I feel you, you know,
1: to an elephant. right yeah. so I'm great with sales. it's just during that point I I just came out of like solitude I was going mm. through a year of solitude and not something by choice but it was definitely something god has pushed me towards so yeah i was going through a year solid tool and this is right after the pandemic so me and people were like you know yeah uh, it was like i don't want to be around you i don't want to talk to you like why are you looking at me like you know i was like that with people <laughs> so i had like a little bit of social anxiety so i get why i was there at that moment because i had to break out of that and in addition to that. <sighs> I had an interesting, I had a, 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 a interesting taste in my mouth for um. I'm gonna just say it. I had an interesting taste in my mouth from uh right, from a past experience that I didn't go so well from huh. a, a past roommate mm-hmm. from and she was white. She was Caucasian. Yeah, she you know. So I had an interesting experience and it wasn't it didn't did not end well. Yeah. So basically, that becoming that life insurance agent, I met this amazing family and they were also. White, white, whatever the proper term is. And basically that family, I felt like they were my family because the connection that we had yeah. off of very little conversation, very little words, it's just from off back, off the rip, like the, the father of the, the home name was Timothy, which is my uncle's name. His wow. wife name was, it spelled Alicia, like Alicia, yeah. But it's pronounced Alicia. Alicia. And Alicia yeah. is my uncle's daughter name. Wow. And then their daughter' name, name was Calixa, which mm-hmm. is, at the time, was my best friend. My best uh, friend, baby father. Just reincarnating
0: so was, family members. Like,
1: <laughs> right. So, <laughs> That's crazy. That was actually my first self. And then from mm-hmm. that, the lights, you know, the lights yeah. turned on. And I was like, all right. At the end of the day, we are still one. We are still, you know, equal. Yeah. And then we, I just gotta learn, like you know how basically how our scenario happened. Like I gotta learn to accept the indifference. I gotta learn to yeah. accept them for who they are because you know right. they right. was here for they pretty much here for the reason I'm here. Like I'm yeah. here to sell and they here to receive. Like you know it's a so. But well,
0: that's a, that's a powerful story. Uh, and a, and a, and it's good that you were able to reflect and like learn from that because a lot of us we don't learn. It takes us. <laughs> Like multiple times. And I, and I understand sometimes you got to repeat the class. But what I, what I heard from you sharing that story and the learning lesson is that even though you had never done life insurance, you took a chance on yourself because you're like, look, I'm in a tough time. What am, what am I going to do about it? And then you went out, you gave it a chance. You realized it wasn't for you, but that just opened you up to so much more and brought you out of your shell. And that's kind of how when I got introduced to credit restoration, that's how it was for me. Like, literally prior to meeting my friend, who's a real, like, he's a multimillionaire real estate agent, very successful. Before I met him, I got fired from the job that I'm at now. Mm. I got wrongfully terminated for something I didn't do. Mm. So, like, four or five months, I was in complete solitude. Mm. Like, literally, I didn't, there was nobody around except for, you know, certain support systems, my pastor, my wife, like, people close to me. But other than that, like, it was completely quiet. And then I got introduced to credit restoration and entrepreneurship. Mind you, I come from the nine-to-five world. I don't know nothing about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So your story, that, that resonates with me. Because it's like, in those moments, are you going to stay stuck where you're at? Or are you going to get out of your comfort zone and see what else is out there? Right. Wow. And, that's how I'm, and that's how I got to this point, to this whole podcasting. Like, I would have never, I don't like public speaking. I settled for a D in in public speaking. Like I told my teacher, I said, "You know what? Just go ahead and fail me because I'm not getting in front of the class to say nothing, right. nothing." So, and
1: that's funny because it reminded me of another conversation we had. That definitely stems back to overthinking. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're yeah. we're fine, but that that mind, oh, it will play some tricks on you. Like, nope, you're not good enough. Nope, you're gonna stutter when you say it. You know, like, nope, you're gonna, like, yeah. nope. Like, yeah. it's just a huge nope, and we just stop pulling nope. But you know,
0: and the mind is powerful. <laughs> the mind, our minds are powerful to the point where we can literally cause some stuff to happen and not happen for us. Yeah. Because it's so interesting that we're even talking about it because my friend tagged me into like this TED Talk. It was for entrepreneurial new entrepreneurs to do like an eight-minute talk about their movement, right? She tagged me and I'm like, why are you tagging me in this? I automatically got all nervous. I hadn't even like reached out to find out nothing about, you know, the process or anything. And so <laughs> even though I was scared, I, I messaged back, I'm all in, right? Okay. Because... This is something that I had asked for. Like, I want to put myself out there, and get better at public speaking. So, I said I'm all in, and then I went through the process, and I didn't even qualify because I'm not a six figure earner as of right now, ah. and I'm not at that point in my in my journey. Mm-hmm. So you was so afraid of nothing, <laughs> right? I was <laughs> I was afraid of nothing, and as soon as I answered the questions and I and it didn't apply to me, it was like. That wasn't so bad,
1: mm. but I had
0: already, I talked myself out of it. I didn't even know, you know.
1: Uh, and what if they had room for maybe one person who was under six figures and that could have been you, but you know, you already made a decision that, you know, Right. it's crazy how we could premeditate the decision before the, the decision is made. And yeah. that's something we got to stop. And that's when it comes to be you, do you, we got to stop talking ourselves out of doing something like as far as content creating, everyone yeah has a camera, two, three, four, five cameras in a home, yeah. like from a computer yeah. to a, a phone. Like there's a camera on a, and I'm not even pushing everyone to co- content create, but if you're a singer, if you're a dancer, if you're a writer, if yeah. you're, yeah. you know, a, a poet, if you are funny, pull out the camera and show, show it. Yeah. No matter if it's in your drafts, for you let, like, you know, a long yeah. period of time, just do it because once it's on your phone, yeah. the next step is to get it to the public to get it you know
0: yeah the because yep. so. there's so many off the off the hook videos that i see on a day-to-day basis i mean just like the 90 the year old lady mm-hmm. i think it's titled right. mocha frappes or something the so nine year,
1: you said nine year old lady
0: 90 90 oh okay so she's 90 so she's 90 years old and i think it's her granddaughter recording her right she has cancer so they just record her on a day-to-day basis and she's hilarious it's called mocha mocha frappes like she has this love for Mocha Frappuccinos, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but she's got so many views and likes, and people sending her money. I mean, and she's just herself, she's 90 years old, just showing her day to day life as she goes through her radiation treatment and just sitting there talking crap as a 90 year old lady. So
1: she's being herself, she's walking in her truth, like nobody else's truth. Her, Her granddaughter probably pushed her to, you know, get on camera. But yeah. that's all it takes is a gentle push. Like, sometimes yeah. you might need the influence to do certain things, but that's when it comes to the point where, you know, we got to put ourselves out there in order to get that influence. We can't right. just, you know, be in our room and, like, you know, expect yeah. influence to knock down a door. Like, hey, what are <laughs> you doing? You've been sitting this bed for seven days. Here's the night. Like, you know, that's...
0: Now you could have been pushing out content in those seven right. days. Yeah, right. that's so true. I mean, a lot of people have gone viral during during COVID, that is, it's, it's crazy.
1: And we may end up in another lockdown, so. Shh,
0: don't say that, please. Okay.
1: No. See, we, <laughs> you speak of things, take this. And that's, that. but that's, just, uh, that's when it comes to the pressure.
0: Yeah. That yeah.
1: society puts on them. Like, so,
0: so what did you, so what inspired you to start this movement?
1: Really and truly is a lack of, it's, it's, it's the lack of, I want to say things that I all right, So basically when i'm 70, 70 years old or even 60 years old mm-hmm. i was i think i was like sorry i'm stuttering but i was flipping through netflix one day and i was just looking for something to watch or i'm
0: you said when you were 60 years old or six no,
1: no, i'm gonna start back sorry oh I'm like wait a minute <laughs> so basically okay let's start over so basically i was flipping through like looking for something to watch one day and, and this is like not one day it's like a the course of a season, like maybe last summer or something like that, the course of a season. yeah. And I've always found myself not watching something. I will always find another way to be creative. Like I would paint. I would, I love to cook. I love, you know, I would cook. I would sew. I would do something just to express my creativity since TV wasn't entertaining me. So I started thinking like, so nothing's on TV right now. There's nothing that I, I'm i I'm willing to sit there and give my time to for 30 right. minutes to an hour. Then what about when I'm 60 or 70 years old and then I'm retired yeah. <laughs> and then I, I'm forced to watch TV? Like, what right. am I going to watch?
0: What do you want to watch? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Am I going to laugh? Like, are, are we still going to laugh, you know, 20, 30 years from now? Because the way the world is going, nobody's really laughing. Everybody's very, like, Serious. About, yeah, and sensitive almost. Like yeah, it's it's crazy because I remember the show your Your Mama on yeah. MTV. We used to talk about people mothers now. I mean, I understand like that's a sensitive <laughs> topic because anything I did something right. about like right. you know,
0: but it was but, something fun to do. It was something you you get around your cousins or your friends, and you guys just say tell mama jokes, and then, then you right. go about your business and, and play again. It was like nothing, yeah.
1: Now, you can't like, you You got to say anything. Exactly. You got to think before you talk now, now you just can't, you know, you can't be,
0: (laughs) you You can't be, you you. do you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I just, and this is why (laughs) I reached out because I just love the name because like, I just want to tell everyone to be you and do you like, who cares what everyone thinks. Right. So that's pretty much why I started I launched a company and yeah, to just inspire creators to create while providing the resources to actually create these ideas. Because oftentimes you'll see a lot of production companies or a lot of big, you know, even like big directors or producers, Mm -hmm. they will, they will join a company, but they won't necessarily show you how to join that company or they won't, that, that company don't have resources for People with less lesser credentials or yeah, no experience. So you're
0: trying to so you're trying to help the underdog.
1: Not really the underdogs. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm also trying to get real authentic stories told in the main, and then bring the laughter back. So those are pretty much the reasons to provide resources to tell stories from around the world, and then from like you said, from the underdogs to the. Ones above us, and then so yeah, bring bring laughter
0: back. Why do you why do you think that that's shifted so much? Like, there aren't many things you could watch where, like, I remember Martin, you know, shows like Martin Living Color, you know, all of those shows back in our in our time in our generation. Like, I looked forward to watching Mark. That was my show. But why do you think all of that has shifted?
1: Right. That's so funny. And Martin is one of the big ones because he was so unapologetically, unapologetically him.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. So I think the, what has changed is that of the streaming devices, mm-hmm. that changed the way we watch TV. Yeah. But because it targets a lot of the drama writers or the action-based writers or the, you know, so it kind of, it, it didn't make any room for com- com- comedy writers and, you know, imperfections. Mm. everything had to be perfect, perfect because yeah. you know that's the times we were pretty much living in from like you know the, like 2016 to 2020 like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think there wasn't room for ever and the streaming services yeah that definitely changed the, the way we yeah. watch TV our, our attention span is like this big now <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true <laughs> uh,
1: we don't want to watch commercials anymore we don't want to sit there watching somebody be funny embarrass themselves anymore we
0: because we would rather judge them hmm. and and I, yeah I, we'd rather judge them based off of what their comedy is about which I don't understand it's meant to make us laugh and, and also think about stuff but at the same time ultimately laugh but yeah even even watching comedy has turned into like you said judgment and then people getting ready to cancel like <laughs> cancel, cancel culture, culture is culture. wild
1: too yes. that's
0: another topic but
1: Cancel, cancel culture. I'll say it. Cancel, cancel culture. No. Because right. cancel culture was created by millennials, if you really think about it. It wasn't created by the higher ups. Right. It was created right. by us. Yes. It was yes. not created by, you know, another generation. Because we, we are the ones who are in, in control of um, what the content that we see. If we are constantly liking something, watching something, favoring something, or sharing something... That algorithm see it. will we definitely, see it. right. So yeah. you got to understand technology is built to change the way we think. appreciate content. Create, yeah.
0: think, yeah. We behave.
1: All of that. <laughs> and it, it'll like, it's, it's the quickest way to cancel anything. And then, you know, yeah. because there's so much out there. So,
0: yeah. So what's the message? Like, what's something that you think is not being talked about that you would want to, that you want to share with the audience?
1: Us, our culture,
0: our culture, okay,
1: our stories, our realism, <laughs> yeah, because you know it's been so whitewashed, so it's really just us. I want to talk about us, yeah, because you know, I feel like we are the root of the. Inter- Entertainment industry because you know it goes back to years. years, years, years. Yeah. So, so we need to you know step up and mm-hmm. show out because there's plenty of room for us. But yeah. I think a lot of us we're afraid to. I think we're what we, I don't think we're afraid. I know we're afraid. I think we're
0: afraid. We're afraid. We don't. Well, I think we're because we're already we're still dealing with stuff that happened hundreds mm-hmm. of years ago and. I think that until we get to a place where we're ready to heal and move forward, then we're always going to be stuck. Because I've, I was watching a video yesterday. It was Kevin Hart talking about how the ego gets in the way of us working together and making money together because we're always competing. Mm-hmm. And we are the one culture that continues to do that, whereas there's o- other cultures are ahead of like way ahead of us. But we're always that, that culture that is, is stuck.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Wow. Yep. Stuck is a, is a great way to identify. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Um. Cause like, even if you don't have the same message as me, it doesn't mean that we can't collaborate and do something together where we both get a go, both get a bag, you know, and we get getting our message out there, but it's it, it just seems like there's always this competition and lack of support for one another. But I think that's also taught. It's also taught, you know,
1: that, yeah, that reminds me of a conversation I was just having with my mother. Yeah. Because I'm like, and just because I'm on a, I feel like I'm in the process of closing one chapter yeah. and beginning another one. Yeah. And she don't quite understand that because it's a chapter she never, never ever experienced and she don't know anyone who's experienced this chapter.
0: Right.
1: I don't know anyone who's experienced this chapter that, that, you know, it's pretty much, is from where I'm from basically. So I don't know anyone that I grew up around, my family, friends. I don't know any, actually, I I did have one friend who, you know, touched six figures in one year. And and this was a few years ago at 24 years old. So I commend her. But other than that, I still don't know anybody who's done it or who is doing what I'm doing. So I was definitely talking to my mom about that. Like I'm learning as I go. Like I'm going to always make mistakes. The mistakes you made as a parent, I'm sure you didn't know right. that you were making them at the time.
0: No, they so didn't. So you got
1: to allow me to, you know. Do the and, same. Right. And then yes. it goes back to her, her parents, my grandparents. Yeah. Like, this was the first time they even seen a big city. Like, this is the first time my grandmother even seen a big city. Wow. Coming from the South, like no. South Carolina. So yeah, she didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know what to expect. She didn't know how to carry herself. She didn't know. Like, she didn't know. Yes. Yeah. So I can't blame her. I can't even blame my mom. The only person I can blame is myself. Right. And not even trying. Trying. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I still don't I, I, <laughs> God is my best friend. Because I don't know what in the world I'm doing.
0: Yeah.
1: I can't even ask anybody. Because they don't. They can't give me advice.
0: They can't. The only advice they can give you is based off of their experiences.
1: Right. And
0: you got to live to your own. You know, and sometimes their advice is not is not the best advice. It's what worked for them. You know, that's what I've had to learn. Like you said, God. You know, and then the most valuable relationship you will have is with God, because when all the relationships go, who do you have left? God. So it's best to seek Him first, go to Him first. I mean, I get it. You want to go to somebody that you can get to right away, like you can, you know, connect with right away. But definitely got to go through Him first. Cause he won't, you know, he won't steer you wrong. That's been my experience.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Yeah. We got, so we are wrapping up. Where can people find you? Um, We're definitely going to have to do a a part two because this has been, I have to be honest. This has been like a a free flowing conversation. Seriously. I didn't feel like there was a lot of pauses. I felt like we just was just flowing.
1: It was more conversational. Yeah, we getting better. Getting yeah, better. I like this. Yeah. And I feel like it was there's
0: a lot we didn't uncover. Like, you know, so. Uh, yes. <laughs> this concludes another wonderful episode of Be You, Do You. Another one down, many, many more to come. Special thank you to my guest Bronte. Thank you so much for being on Be You, Do You and sharing your story. And for those of you who may be interested in sharing your story as well with Be You, Do You, you can send me an email to do podcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Sam Castle and also on Instagram at you underscore the number one. Until next time, peace and blessings.